Mic check, mic check. (laughs) (laughs) You stole my thunder. I didn't even get to start the podcast. You just like jump right in and go. Yeah. See, you're always screwing things up. (laughs) And that's why I'm here is to yell at you. Okay. Well, if that was Stockings mic check, Dazzo's mic check was way out of control. That was way loud. So we're going to go ahead and just like move this back a little bit. But I I want, I listened last week because I missed it. Yeah. And I, I, I missed yelling at stock. <laughs> we missed it, too. I know, right? <laughs> the, the, the listeners probably missed I'm it, too. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure they did. Before we dive into everything, yeah. Dazzo, we, we, Dazzo and Stock, we got to talk. Matt Randazzo, Brian Stocking, here back in the Instant Reacts podcast. Where we belong. Quarters. <laughs> yes, yeah. Mitch, Mitch filled in admirably last week. He did. Oh, oh, here we go. Come on. You got to feel bad for Mitch, though, because he, he's the, you know, He's the Twitter guru. He's hounding Twitter. Yeah. Maybe even better than Stop. Oh, he is. I he's know. all okay. He's all over. He's all over Twitter. Doing a great job for View from West Pod oh, on yeah, Twitter. He's doing a great job. So the problem is, week in and week out, he does this all night, just going through all the scores and everything, and then it's just like done. And then we do the instant reacts, and he just has to sit by himself in his garage, you know. Well, I think we're nuts. Well, this what we do now. Is what we used to do before podcasts existed. Yeah, exactly. We would sit in the sports office and we would just talk about everything that happened that night. It usually would involve like what happened to us in our actual swing. Yeah. And then it would involve like what happened in the area. And who... So this is, we were, we were doing podcasts before podcasts were cool. We just didn't push record. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. like this is, and, and yeah, I do because like, this is kind of the way we unwind. Right. And so poor yeah. Mitch is like, how yeah. do you unwind? Like you can't. What's well, like you gonna go tell his wife? Well, you I don't believe this. Blah blah blah. <laughs> it's funny. I told him just go wake up your wife and yeah. tell her. And, and he goes, "Oh yeah, she well, would yeah. not care and have no clue." Yeah. So no, yeah. exactly. I think my wife sort of stopped watching me on TV. Like I've been doing. We've been married for fourteen years, so probably about thirteen years. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. What I was gonna get into here before Stocking did his mic check before like anybody could even talk. I didn't even know we were on. <laughs> Oh, we're we're on. We're always just ready to go. Mic check for no reason. You <laughs> yeah. walked around. Like, mic check just in case. All right. So stocking. Yes. We, we know Mitch does a great job on Twitter. You also. You're you're all over Twitter. That's kind of become your thing over the years. You know, on a Friday night, you're in the command module. Okay. Yes. You kill it on Twitter. People retweet your stuff. You retweet people's stuff. But let's get into Brian Stocking's Twitter bio. Okay. This is amazing. <laughs> now stock. Yeah. Stock. What on Friday nights, you're doing all things high school football, and then throughout the week, you're all things high school athletics, right? Yes, but then and, why and pro sports? But then, well, yes, yeah, sports in general. Yeah. But then, why does your Twitter bio in news stocking you're taught to lead with your best, right? Get the lead out there, tell us the most relevant information, and you lead with substitute teacher at Davenport School District. That pays my bills. Yeah, but you're not we tweeting. Pay, that. We pay you, <laughs> that, but not, not what they pay me. So what I'm, okay. And then my other point of contention here is all you say, you minimize your job here. All you say is contributor to the score. No, I don't. So I think we need to discuss what's his title. He should have, this is, this is amazing. This is, <laughs> this is long overdue. What is his title? So first of all, we got to flip it and you got to be, you got to be something for the score. That's got to be the top line of your Twitter bio. I make, I make $173 before tax. Oh, I thought yeah. he was going to say $173. <laughs> I thought he was going to say it was, too. No, I, I was going to quit on the spot. <laughs> I make $173 a day teaching before taxes. You know, you don't have to disclose this. No. I, I admire you for but, doing that, but, but you don't have to. That, you know, and when I do it five days a week, 10 days, every pay period, that adds up and it's 
They're the ones people that at home are like, he makes blah 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 okay. blah. And we did hear tonight that well, for your record, that for your hard work, for your efforts, Camille said the student section for Davenport North was cheering for their favorite teacher, Brian Stocking. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> I think she made it up. So <laughs> I'm just what about like chief statistician? Because like so, Scott Weiss doesn't work in sports. Yeah. But he's the sports executive producer. Uh, yeah, fair. Because that's what he is. So, like, we can come up with a fancy title for you. <laughs> I, I'm just happy to be a contributor. No. <laughs> what would you call him? Oh, I've called him things. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. called him a lot. There's a lot we can't put on yeah. Twitter. What? Well, yeah. Score, score guru? Uh, yeah. Score, score guru? Is that dumb? Because it's... Oh, score, score. Yeah. The score yeah. is a score guru? Gosh, not like you just. Who, who like, started? Okay, back in your Iowa State days, who coined the phrase? You say staff guy is what yes. they called you. I think, and Dan Pearson agrees with me. I think they called you stats guy, no. and you just got it wrong. No, because Ryan Burchett went to Iowa State at yes. the same time you did, and he said stats guy. He's wrong because I was because <laughs> the game I got it was when we played Baylor before we played Kansas my senior year at Hilton. And they held up a sign that said staff guy. There's no way they called you staff guy yes, when you're doing They didn't know who I was. Do you think that they misspelled staff? staff? They do go to Iowa State. So. Iowa, State <laughs> State. <laughs> Iowa State students are way smarter than that. So they knew I was a staff They knew they knew I was staff guy because when at the games. What does it mean? What I, does staff well, guy mean? At the games, my job during basketball was I would walk to where the statisticians were. I would write down on a piece of paper the stats. Stats. Then I would take stats. them over to a, to opposing radio. They didn't know who, who I was, so they just. But they knew me from seeing me every game, so they said, "I'm staff guy." No, I think yes. they said. I think they saw you carrying stats, no, and they, they said, "Stats guy." No, yes. No, it was staff guy. <laughs> I I was there. You guys weren't. But do you, I I agree that it said staff guy. But do you think they were mistaken on accident? No. Iowa State students don't make mistakes like that. Oh, here we go. At Hilton, they don't make mistakes like that. The Hilton faithful are way smart. I think they change it to score staff guy. Well, that's yes, what you yes, score staff score guy. Staff guy. Well, let's talk about what we're here for, and that's high school football. Okay, I we're gonna that. we're gonna change your Twitter bio by the end of this pod. It's gonna Give be score staff guy. <laughs> Give me your. Phone. I don't have my phone on me. I don't carry it with me everywhere. All right, here we go. Tomorrow morning, there's going to be stuff different on there, people. Yep, new Twitter bio for Brian Stocking. Let's jump in. Here we go. Give us Western Big Six scores. All right, Western Big Six, Moline wins. From the note cards. Moline wins 55-10 over Galesburg. Sterling beats Rock Island 56-19. Quincy defeats Jaseo 35-17. And United Township beats Allman 47-6. You said it right. Go Go back. What was... um, so not a whole lot of I don't think surprises in no. in these scores. Kind of I maybe think, the Quincy game, I Quincy Geneseo. Quincy yeah. was up thirty five three on Geneseo wow. before they got two. I thought that would be down. closer. Braden Little was according to Jackson Stone. Braden Little was all was doing. And he's a sophomore. Yeah, three yeah. touchdowns. I mean, he was having a whale of a night. In fact, he's got twelve uh, touchdowns, I believe, in Western Big Six play. Wow. Uh, what about what was the score Sterling Rock Island? Fifty six nineteen. It was thirty five thirteen at the half. Thirty five thirteen at halftime. I will give credit. 
give credit to Sterling's defense because I think that I thought Sterling would win this one, but I certainly thought Rock Island would put up more points. Didn't last year, though, and Rocky scored a ton last year. Sterling almost shut him out. It was like late in the game when, when Rock Island scored, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Well, also, uh, I saw somewhere on Twitter um, that Rocky, without if you take away Quantarian Brooks's 80-yard touchdown run, they had like negative five yards rushing. Oh. Okay. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, Sterling, I did not think they would beat them that badly. I thought it would be a little bit closer because Rocky was playing for essentially for a chance at the conference championship because if they had won. Well, you, you had told them a few weeks ago on the score that they were done. Listen, <laughs> if Rocky had won and Sterling won ne- next week, then Moline, Sterling, yeah, and Rocky would go into the final game with one loss, a possible three-way champion, tie for the championship. And now that's gone, and it's going to be Sterling Moline for the championship next week at Browning Field. Yep, absolutely. Let's look at and Quincy. Rocky's path to the playoffs becomes very perilous. I don't know what that means. Can you just say difficult? Very very perilous or difficult. They play Geneseo next week, then they have to go to Quincy. Well, and I would... Well, they got to win one of those well, two. Well, it's kind of the same thing with Geneseo. I was going to say, they, Geneseo so is also a very perilous yeah. path. Even maybe more perilous. Maybe, well, par- what's the, the par- word for more perilous? Perilous? <laughs> uh, more perilous. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they they host Rocky, then they have to go to Moline. I think... No, they, they go to Rocky, they host Moline. So basically, so that's tough. next week might be a... I don't want to say elimination game, but... The winner of that yeah. game is going to get to five. That's a huge game next week. Yeah. Yep, that's a huge game next week. And then, obviously, Sterling and Moline. Maybe we just cover that, like, Geneseo-Rocky game and then, like, just put up a board for Moline-Sterling. No, we don't do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't do that here. No. Some places do. <laughs> yeah, but we don't. But, okay, so. Staff guy will not allow that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I was surprised that. But, I mean, it, that's a tall task to go to Sterling. I don't think I'm surprised. By the outcome, maybe about maybe the size of the, the, the margin. I mean, yeah, I thought it would be a little closer, but I mean, obviously, we're not. And that sets up what we've been talking about since we did our Western Big Six preview podcast. Yep. Like, we got some things right. Like, we thought it was Moline or Sterling, and we'd see those two teams, and we talked about week eight. Got some things wrong. Like, UT did not beat Moline. Some things that were said on that podcast were not correct, Scott. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Man, Stock, you really went for it in that one. I yeah, appreciate you gotta, it. But... You do got to give him credit for, like, you know, if you're going to come out throwing haymakers, yep. that's, a, that's a haymaker. Yep. So, yeah, next week in the Big Six, going to be great. What's the feeling on that? I mean, so do you remember your picks to win conference, Scott? Moline. And you were? I said Sterling. And I said Moline. Okay. I still. What did, what did, Cuff, got, did Cuff he say? He did Sterling. He did Sterling. I was going to say, I thought so. Yeah. Yep. So I was Moline, you were Moline, and you two were Sterling. I believe so. Okay, so at least we have some credibility either way. <laughs> yeah. We got our bases covered. If you could change your project prediction, would you change your prediction? No. No, I wouldn't either. That was a quick no. Yeah, and I wouldn't either. I, I feel pretty good about I mean, it's going to be a heck of a game. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be great. Yeah, and I think this is... This is, like we said, this is kind of what we thought would happen, but I'm glad it came to this. I, I You know, no offense to anybody else in the league, but I think we wanted to see these two teams play with everything on the line, and we get it. Both teams are very run-heavy. I'm very interested to see if one of these two teams falls behind by, say, two possessions. Can their passing game bring them back? Because you're probably not going to be able to run back from a two-possession deficit. 
I mean, if it's early, you probably could. Yeah. But if you fall behind, say, 24-14 going into the third, late third quarter, you're going to have to throw the ball. I'm not sure if these two teams can are, comf- are comfortable enough or confident enough in their passing attack to do that. It would be a perilous situation if they had to pass a lot. Very perilous. Um, If quickly... Sorry, go ahead. Where is this going to be? Like, Is this a 21-17 game? Or is this a 35-31 game? Uh, oh, the boy. lame answer is probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah, right? That, like, that is lame. That's, <laughs> I think it could be higher score. I think it could be one of those old-time, you know... No defense. I just got a feeling. We're getting getting some Western Big 12 next week. (laughs) I like that. Um, I think that both defenses are better than advertised or better than talked about. And I I wouldn't be surprised if it's a lower scoring game, especially with the the style they both play. If you get in that grind out, pound it out, I mean, you're going to – the clock's not going to stop a lot if both teams run the football. So I don't think it's going to be super high scoring. I don't think it's going to be like – UT Rocky back in the the COVID year. <laughs> yeah. that game? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So, But the only thing, though, is, is, yes, both defenses are very good. I'm not denying that. But you've got two teams that are very exceptional at running the football. Moline, Riley Fuller, Grant Sibley, Sterling. They have the two-headed quarterback monster, Kale Ryan, J.P. Schilling, Antonio Tablante, Got it! You got to say! You look like my little kid when he pooped in the potty the first time. You had that look of like, yeah. But um, he's back and at full strength. These are two very good run teams that might, they just might be able, and both offensive lines are pretty good. They might be able Something to be said about in a game like this, with everything on the line, neither team wants to make a mistake. So, is there something to be said about where that kind of favors defensively yeah. that neither offense wants to be the one to make that costly turnover. So they both are going to be the way they holding play, the ball, play conservative. Is like you get mistakes when you start throwing the football around a little bit. Yeah. Not, yep. You're not going to be, I mean, it's, I mean, yes, fumbles happen, all that kind of stuff. Special teams will be interesting. So if, like, since we won't get to make a pick because we're not invited to the big boy podcast. So yeah. <laughs> I know we're just, um, so would you, what's your pick? Are you sticking, I'm going going Sterling. I picked him from the beginning. I think the team that scores the most points is going to win this game. Yeah, that's very diplomatic. I do think that's what's going to happen. Camille Gear is here. She should make up the pick. She could be the tiebreaker. Moline Sterling, go. Well, okay, before I answer this, what was the score last year? Ooh, good question. Good question. Moline won. Moline won like 28 7. Okay. Moline won 28. And that was up there. Yeah. But Sterling was pretty beat up. And also a lot of t- people are gone from these books. So you, yeah. picked, you picked neither. What stock pick? Moline. No, if I had to pick, I would probably pick Moline just because that's what I picked in the preseason podcast. And nothing's you really Sterling? changed. Mm-hmm. I think they're both yeah. really good. And you picked Moline. Yes. And Cuff, you know, picked Moline. Oh, for sure. Without <laughs> a doubt. Yeah. But it's at Browning. It is at Browning. Yeah. For the fact of the home field advantage. Moline. Yep. I think yeah. maybe if it was at Sterling, it'd be a different conversation. So, Greg, is that, a, is that one you're going to try to, like, weave your way into? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that, <laughs> yeah, so it gets tricky because, like, I don't often see big six games okay. because you or Cuff are staying local. Camille's usually going. You're sending her all over the place. Yeah, yeah we know. 
He's young and dumb. <laughs> so I, don't, I would love. I would. I would love to be that guy locked down. It's locked down at Browning. As a wise man has said in this building several times, it's possible. 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 All right. It's possible. All right. Well, that, that would be fun. All right, Stock, have we thoroughly covered the Western Big Six? I believe so. Hey, actually, before we're done, good to see Charles Jagasaw get a highlight. Yes. A lineman doesn't often get a highlight, even when you're the best lineman in the country. Yeah. But he got a highlight. Yeah. We did jokingly to... say earlier we thought maybe he might score one of Altman's touchdowns. He didn't, but he was close, right? Do we think we'll get like a I mean, I we only got a couple so. games left? Like you get like a goal line situation. He falls just... on the ball, like I've, come on. I've thought about that and I've said I haven't said anything to any Altman people or anything, but I'm like, why not put him at fullback? Yeah. Everyone's but then again, I guess But then you lose your you're literally your best <laughs> lineman. Yeah. And if you're and also if you're and I don't think he thinks this way, but if I'm going to go to Notre Dame next year, I yeah. don't know. If, I mean, I don't know. But then again, it's not like he's not at harm's way in the trenches. What about yeah. just like a refrigerator Perry yeah. situation, yes. right? Yes. Like, I don't know if there's been. Do you two... know what that reference I don't means? Know. No, but what I oh. do know is how many people could stop him if they gave him the ball. That's yeah. that's I a refrigerator Perry. I don't reference. know if okay, there's there been too yeah. many goal line opportunities. We'll just put it like yeah. that. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. UT only led six nothing at halftime. Yeah, I, I know. Did oh, sh- the Pioneers Ellen. played really well yeah, for that in that first half. It's just that eventually, the depth and that you know sort of takes takes its toll. Its toll. Yeah, and on, on the flip side, credit to Nick Welch, United Township. Yeah. They get a huge win. That they're j- des- did we so jinx- desperate did for we a win. Jinx them. In the podcast by talking about they might be the most improved team. Yeah, I, I, did. I just feel I, guilty. Yeah. I feel like that's I something know. I said or did. Is has anybody mentioned that that's Coach Walsh's first victory as a married man? No, no. Like, I didn't want to say anything before they got the victory, but I didn't want to like come up with any jinxes or anything. No, I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. Riley's way too good for him, anyways. So <laughs> it's just a joke. All right, let's get into the the track. Okay, the three rivers. Morrison beats yeah. Oregon. 55-13. And Morrison gave Rock Ridge a, a, a tussle, if you yeah. will, last this, week. This Morrison team is really interesting. It's feisty. Yes, exactly. Rock Ridge uh, rallies from 14 down in the third quarter to beat Sherrard, 35-21. Yeah. Peru, St. Bede goes to Princeton, and Princeton beats them 56-7. Newman scores a touchdown on the last play of the game to come back and Beat Hall 20 to 18. In overtime, Kiwani edges Mendota 35 34. Erie Prophetstown shuts out Bureau Valley 33 nothing because Riverdale's laid out. Uh, more, Monmouth Roseville was supposed to play Nokomis. Nokomis canceled the game. Yeah. So Monmouth Roseville recanted and took the uh, forfeit victory. I was waiting for the word recanted to get into our podcast. Glad that so happened. Say what did you say again? Who recanted? <laughs> Monmouth Roseville was supposed to play Nokomis. Nokomis backed out, so Monmouth Roseville recanted and took the forfeit. Sometimes I think you should rename the podcast View from the Stockpile. <laughs> I know. You I know, know, like I know. Stockpile's view. <laughs> so did So Monmouth Roseville gets the forfeit. Okay, yes. so why couldn't you say that? Because <laughs> like, that, that would be too to, easy. Yeah. I'm trying to enlighten our viewers. Yeah, They're already smart, but my my enlighten them even more. Yeah, uh, great win, road win for Sterling Newman. They were three and three going into this one. That's a pretty important game for them to go on the road and get that one. For a Newman team that has struggled a little bit offensively, 
to get that play at the end of the game, come away with the win. That's that's a nice victory for them. So they're four and three, and who the hell are they got left? Let's they see. Are, Put me on the spot here. I just figured he had it memorized over there. I know they're home next week. They haven't won a home game yet this year. They're zero three at home. Sterling, Newman, Central Catholic. Last time they were zero three at home to start off with the year was nineteen ninety one. Mendota at home next week. Kiwani on the road. And, and we, Kiwani and Mendota played an interesting game. Yes, tonight. they it, went to overtime. Yeah, Kiwani, no, overtime, I believe. Yes, overtime. And um, but getting back to the Newman, JJ Castle, the three yard touchdown pass to Aiden Batten as time expired. Nice. And nice. Hall had a long touchdown run by Matt Resetich at the end of the first half, called back. And over and it was on a penalty. And if that would have not happened, if that penalty would have occurred, and and he would have scored, it would have been maybe been uh, Katie who, Barr the door. Who's the penalty? May have been Katie Barr the door. Were you calling him out? No, I'm not calling him out. You're saying that penalty cost him the game. No, I did. I said <laughs> oh, if we go. the penalty had not been uh, occurred, and the, and he would have scored the touchdown, it would have been probably Katie Barr the door because at that point, um, Hall would have been uh, ahead at halftime, and then they scored in the third quarter. It would have made it two. What would the score at the halftime been? The score at halftime was 14-12 Newman. So that touch, if that touchdown counted, it would have been 18-14. They would have had another score. They scored again in the third quarter. That would have made it a two-possession game. And that's Katie Barn the door? It, uh, well, in this game, it would have been, yes. Okay. What's Fair Katie Barn the door? Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, it's just not even. Okay. It's we a did thing. this on another podcast. You know, <laughs> they get, but Morrison, I don't think it got great ratings. But Morrison, <laughs> Morrison double nickels tonight against Orion. 55-13. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah. That's so a, they're four and three. No. Yes. No, three I, and four. Think, I think they're three and four, yeah. Okay. Orion falls to three and four, and their road to the playoffs is very difficult. Yeah, we got Rock Ridge left. That, that that's the end of the season. Rock Ridge, the final game, and I think that game's at Rock Ridge. Greg, did you tweet Stockpiles Univu today? I didn't. I didn't have a chance to get one. Oh, we gotta get this one. Unbelievable. This is like uh, almost like Princeton Tiger esque here. Yeah. Well, first off, oh my gosh, Stocky, you have a, a green turtleneck yeah. with the Argyle sweater in Princeton colors. You were all in on this undefeated showdown tonight. <laughs> I must have been. Let's get this photo live on the podcast here. <laughs> there it is right there, everybody. All right. Let's do a good job of smiling for the picture. <laughs> He's all in. And what, all right, year, so- what year is the sweater from? Really that's, newer. that's newer. That's newer. No, 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 no. That's, that's less than five years old. Yes. Yes. Oh, I got, okay. I got last year at Christmas. Yeah. There we go. All right. Old St. Nick brought it down. Oh, old St. Nick. Well, let's talk a little bit about Princeton Tigers because you're wearing yeah. that Princeton Argyle sweater there. They scored on the first play of the game. And okay. then they got a quick kick. And then they, uh, uh, there was a punt. Tegan Davis took 60 yards, 14 nothing. Katie bar the door. Katie bar the door. They are, they might be the best offense that in the, they are definitely the best offense in the area and maybe are going to be one of the best offenses of all time. They've scored 55 points or more five times this year. Uh, I I got to spend a lot of time with Ryan Pearson today. Yeah. Really one of my favorite people. Good dude. Um, Was that these uh, score on the road? Yes. Yes. So we were there at 11 a.m. Got got you the young and out of bed. She had to make her wake up early because <laughs> Cup wasn't with us today. Yeah, so. it was miserable. And um, <laughs> he, we waking up early, not with. I was gonna say, not with I, oh, no, no, I hate waking up early. Sorry, back to you. Back to you. No, back no, to no, you. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, so we um, got to check, and so off air we were talking about 
and I hate. It. I was like, so this team is like, yeah, I like. I'm like, is this one of your favorite groups? And like, I don't mean because you get that question like your favorite kid. I'm yeah, like, you yeah. can't answer that question. Well, I can't easily. It's you Chase. do. Yeah, Chase. <laughs> but like, um, then after that, like, he's like, yeah, but he's like, you know, I like this team, and, and I like them as kids. They're like, they're kind of goofy, but they know when to work. Like he just, you could tell he like this is a special group, and he's yeah. got some really good teams. Also. Brad, and I meant to say it, he's going to be so mad at me. Brad Mosier did text it that he tied. I tried to get in at the end of the show. You can just tell me. You don't have to like Brad Mosier, sorry. Okay, yeah. I'm so used to being on air versus text <laughs> and not talking. Um, and he driving. tied the Princeton record for wins with Joe Ryan for the most all-time at Princeton. Wow. And wow. He's, he's, only been there. he's only been there for six years. This is only his sixth year. Jeez. Yeah. He's done great work, and he had a great resume coming in. Like, yeah. he turned around that Canton program and had them playing well, and now here, like, he's done fantastic, done phenomenal. So, and, you know, he was wearing shorts today. Oh, that's that's a coach. That's, and he said he really doesn't change. What did he say? To, like, maybe, like, late November? November. Yeah. 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 Well, they'll be playing in November, yeah. for sure. So. And real quick, last question. Have you ever had any... Um, have you ever eaten anywhere in Princeton? No. So you mentioned the, is the it pies. Myrtles? Myrtles. Yeah. Okay. My, so I grew up, you know, my parents still live in Ottawa. Yeah. So Ottawa to the Quad Cities, you pass by Princeton. Yeah. They, my parents brought my kids there one time to eat when they had them on oh, the okay. way back. I've never been there though. So, so it's pie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so we went to, to Chicago between Christmas and New Year's and the whole family. And when we were coming back, we were going to go on 88. We ended up going to 80 for some reason. I don't know why. And I'm like, I felt bad because I knew my wife wanted to go on 88 to shop or to stop and shop someplace. And I'm like, well, we can get back up to 88. She's like, no, we just got to stop at Princeton. I'm like, for what? Yeah. And she's like, Myrtles. And I'm like, I've never. And it, we stopped and we got like five pies. Yeah. It's really, really good. All so right. I hate to hijack the podcast with that, but like Myrtle, they had to make another pie. I guess there's two of them in Princeton just because the one was so busy. Oh, okay. So not a sponsor, but they could be. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and like, Coach Pearson brought up a good. He's like, "Why don't you bring back a pie for your wife?" And I'm like, "That would be really nice of me." Yeah, it would be really but nice I was of you. Really in a hurry to get to lunch, but you didn't. Do it. Oh, I get to get to lunch. It's so crazy. I also had that idea. I was like, "Oh, there it yeah, is." He's like, "We can't stop." Yeah, <laughs> it was like so, and I'm like, "I don't think I messed anything up recently with my wife." To so apologize, I didn't think I yeah. yeah. But I'm it's only a matter. Oh, yeah. 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 A few hours. <laughs> Till tomorrow, yeah. Well, let's look down the rest of the Three Rivers stock so I was about, at. Yeah, tell us about that. I was at a really interesting game in Sherrard, Tigers and Rockets. For the second week in a row, Rock Ridge goes down early. Last week, they were down 14 nothing to start, came back to win that one. Tonight, man, Sherrard looked really good early on, really held Rock Ridge in check. Rock Ridge could not get going on offense. They had a couple chances, couldn't punch it in. Sherrard, on the other hand, like they were, Holland Anderson, Holland Anderson was just, you know, throwing the ball around, like flinging the ball around. And they were finding open receivers. Carter Brown, a freshman playing wide receiver right now for Sherrard. Man, he looks like the real deal. He is, is an athlete. Is Three he, touchdowns is in the he first. Playing wide receiver. Playing wide receiver yeah. right now. Is yeah. Holland Anderson a senior or not? So he had three touchdowns. Three touchdowns so in the first half. His dad, great dude, Ken okay. Brown. He coached my eight-year-old now in seven U baseball. Okay. Great, really nice, really nice guy. And he was a good athlete 
Kent was okay. at Mercer County or Alito. I think it was probably Alito. When Alito, he was yeah. There. I didn't know if it was Mercer County Alito while he was there. Because they, they switched in 09. You don't know when he was there. Um, <laughs> just doing simple math. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. It was yeah. Alito. So, yeah. So it was 21-7 at the half. Carter Brown had the three receiving touchdowns. Sherrard looked great. So we could put him on as a score stand Yeah, Colin, I would think so. Colin, in, a, in a losing effort, is yes. Is Colin Anderson a senior? I am because, unsure on that. That's a good question. Because if he's not, Stack, that could be Stack your, probably knows. Stack. That would be oh. your quarterback wide receiver combination for the future for Sherrard. I, I, I think he's a senior, but I don't know that for sure. But well, I either think, way. And this is, but I think eventually Carter will be quarterback. I would think so too. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll be quarterback in the future. So, but now for as good as Sherrard looked in the first half, Rockridge came back and really took control of this game. And it was just so bizarre. I mean, it's just a tale of two halves. I mean, it just looked like a different football game in the second half compared to the first half. Rockridge took over. They went to the ground. So uh, Peyton Locke was out. Um, he did not play tonight at all. Was um, he hurt? I believe so. Yeah. And then Jacob Bain, the starting quarterback, was out in the second half, and I believe also left due to injury. Oh, wow. So wow. is it Connor Deem? Yeah. Stepped in at quarterback. And I think he I know we know he's an athlete. Yeah. I think he's probably not had a whole lot of reps at quarterback. So he's probably not the most comfortable at throwing the ball and probably reading the offense. That being said, they didn't they stuck to the ground game. And looked great. I mean, you saw the highlights. Zarlatanis yeah. had two touchdowns. Uh, Deem ran the ball himself out of the quarterback position a few times. And then they had another touchdown from Geyer. I can't think of the kids. Well, first. Chris. a pick six. And they had a pick six that as well. Tipped by, by? A tip pass by Landon, Landon Bull. Landon Bull. I saw his dad tonight. Yeah. Baby Bully. That, that's, trying yeah. to get that thing to stick. Baby Bully. Baby Bull, <laughs> man. And yeah, Landon Bull is a sophomore and is a head above everybody on their defense side of the ball. Like, he's just... You can just tell, like he's he's a great athlete. But I think this game is a microcosm. Ooh. Both teams. Mm-hmm. Microcosm. You look at Rockridge. This is their sixth straight win. They're now. They're yeah. now. Yep. They are now in the playoffs, and they can do this. They come from behind. They've got a lot of faith, a lot of confidence. Sherrard, they've had the, these type of games all year where they where they're almost there. Where you see the progress that they made. It's just that they haven't got that last piece yet, and they're but they're getting there. I mean, it's real. If you're a Sherrard fan, they've had a few down, several down years, but I think I think good things are coming next. I think next year they could be a playoff team. Oh, that's there you go. I I like it, and I don't think you're far off. And no, the I fact- agree with it. I didn't agree with UT beat Moline earlier this year. I think that was the <laughs> well, worst prediction ever, but that one I like. I will say yes. This Sherrard program, I'm sure there's frustration tonight. But in general, if you look at the big picture, you're seeing progress. They're competing week in and week out for the most part. And in this one, yeah, the second half didn't go your way. But, man, in that first half, you really did have something going for you. So, you know, hopefully Brandon Johnston and, and that Sherrard team can keep things moving in the right direction. And we've seen them lose games by just three or yeah. four points. This one was by 14. But that's not saying – this game was a lot more competitive than it's been in the past. Now, on the Rockridge side of the ball – you can't. I said it last week on the podcast that you can't keep going down fourteen nothing. They did it again, and they proved me wrong and won the game. But in general, you can't keep doing this. No. Like you have to play better than this for a full football game. 
because maybe you're going to get by these regular season wins, but come playoff time, you're not going to win a game like that. If they can put four quarters together like they've been putting together yeah. late, they could really make a run. That's the that's the that's the silver lining with that. The other thing is you do have to worry the these injuries. It seems like uh, to to the stars. I mean, yes, they got they they've got decent replacements, but they're still they're starters for a reason. Yeah, you know? they're yeah they're a little banged up right now. But man, I mean, Dean stepped in at quarterback and and looked the part. He actually. He had one or two interceptions on the defensive side of the ball, too. So, great game from him. I wasn't able to get his name in the highlights, but, um, you know, great game from him and talk about that next man up mentality. He stepped in and did the job. He did it well. You remember about seven to eight years ago, Rockridge had a quarterback that came in that was a freshman, came in about midseason because of injury. Yeah. So, he was like, um, was it Riley Federer? Riley Federer, yes. We might have been one kid that stepped in. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, maybe he's starting quarterback at Monmouth College. I believe so, yeah. yeah. I mean, Connor Dean could be filling the shoes of uh, Riley Federer from a few years back. Could be. What other scores we got here? Um, We, we covered all the West, uh, three rivers. Any um, other games you want to talk about in the yeah. three rivers? We're good. No, I think we're good. All right, we're good. Um, Carry on. Lincoln Trail, Princeville defeated A-Town 42 nothing. A&W stays in first place. They beat Stark County 34-13. Prairie Central beat Mercer County 53-6. Rova Williamsfield beat United 34-6. Knoxville defeated Illinois West 34-0. So I don't think any real surprises there. I think the uh, Anwan Weathersfield kind of proves, you know, that they're they're playing really well. They're a good football team. They get the win over a good Stark County team. I think everything else, man, I, Mercer County is a good team. But just listening to WRMJ a little bit tonight. Prairie Central Prairie, is, the, is yeah, the part. Prairie Central is a great 3A, maybe 4A team. Maybe 3A, 4A? I think they're definitely a 3A school, maybe 4A. And just listening to the broadcast, and John Hoshek just said, like, Mercer County, week in and week out, doesn't see teams like this. Like, there's plays that they're getting around the edge that normally they're going to break a few tackles and be gone. Not with a team like Prairie Central. Huh. They just weren't getting it. So, that's a tough one. They're still going to be a great 2A playoff team, but uh, this was a tough, that's a tough loss. And well, also uh, reading the uh, projections by Steve Susie, the, yes. the, the bracketologist, he said that Sterling, going back, just uh, circling back to them, could be a 4A team. They're, they're like second really? of the projections. They're two away from being bounced down to 4A because of. <clears throat> the way the the way the state does the uh, brackets, I mean, could you see Sterling on four in four A? Oh my, that could be very interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah, and even Hall. They said what are they be, now? They usually should be five. five a. Usually five. Hall would be a four A school because of their because they're tied in with. But the I don't county. know. Four A may almost be three A. Four A are really tough. Like. <laughs> I don't know. Not, not that 5A is easy, but I, I just think 3A and 4A are always really good. And 2A is really good also. So Knoxville got the win to move to five wins. Mm-hmm. Um, they like look we said, strong defense. Anawan Weathersfield, they get their sixth win now. So they're sitting at six and one. So they're in automatically. Yep, yep. Interesting matchup down the road. Mercer County, if they can get by Stark County, they have Stark County next week. Then they have Anawan Weathersfield in week nine. And I think that game's at Weathersfield. Okay, uh, let's see. Yes, it is. It is at Weathersfield. But in the meantime, Anawan Weathersfield has to go on the road to Rova Williamsfield. So basically, 
the top teams are all meeting each other in, in this week weeks, and next yeah. week. Yeah. So wow. a lot could still shake out in the Lincoln Trail as well. And also next week is the rematch of last year's LTC championship game. Uh, uh, you know, if you want to say that A-town between A Town and Knoxville, yeah. not quite the same uh, no. impact no. as last year with A Town struggling. And I want to say, of course, the one week that well, you weren't here last week, were you? I was no. not here last week. He was yeah, doing, he did it with somebody else. <laughs> yeah, God forbid. I, I cheated on you. Yeah. No, yeah. but the one week that we don't do is instant reacts. That's actually the week that I was in Illinois. <laughs> I had stuff to add to the podcast. Yeah, because you don't do much this week. I know. <laughs> well, let's just record well, it now I, and we'll edit it when in. I, when I'm in Iowa, <laughs> it's just, I just don't know. But yeah, I went to Anawan and saw Anawan Knoxville. Oh, I, I could have been so much help. I was so, it, The game was in Anawan, right? It was. So jealous. I love, I love a game in Anawan. It was great. They all cried. They were super emotional. It was a lot of fun. It just like literally like it's there's like no bleachers. It's just like you pull up along the side yeah, of the road. It might as well be next to a cow pasture. Like, it's awesome. It is, yeah. I love but it. It's yeah. my favorite. It's like Friday Night Lights. It's I was. It's the Illinois high school experience. The Illinois high school experience. You almost said Iowa. Yeah, I know. Stock. All right, let's get in Northwest Upstate Illini. Okay, uh, Fulton beat Forston thirty to twenty eight. That, that was they a great game. Twenty two to three. Fulton was really yes. Wow, great comeback for them. Uh, Lee Wynn pulls away from Dupac, 44-18. It was 22-12 at halftime. They are, the, they are, no doubt about it, the best team in Class 1A. Maybe they'd be the best team in Class 2A. I don't know. They're really good. Dakota uh, blows out Galena, 30-7. That gives Dakota, puts Dakota ahead of Galena for the playoff. That kids. was a huge, that was the game that Kyle Kampmeyer, who runs NUICfootball.com, he went to that game over Dupac and Lena because it was basically a, Playoff playing game. Yeah, that's you what had you said on the podcast. Yeah, so that. that's a huge that's a huge win for Dakota, a program that's been struggling. See, I listen to the podcast. <laughs> how, many t- podcast. how many times do you go back and listen to this? What to our yeah. to the one? I don't know why. Is more, it more than you, once? Is I more than once? Okay, I would say usually this podcast averages about three hundred listens. Are you like two hundred two ninety nine? Come no. on, give me a little credit. I mean, well, then the other one is me. So that's it. <laughs> that means that you don't even listen. No, I do listen on Sundays. I listen to it once. All on right. Sunday. Well, thank you. Um, and the other uh, LTC. Why do you wait twenty four hours? Because Saturday I'm busy. Yes, yeah, Saturday is college he, football. He's right? busy being staff guy. We've discussed these uh, things. He's busy the, watching Iowa State. You the know other, the other uh, Northwest Upstate Illinois game. EPC beat West Carroll 61 to nothing. Yep. All right. Eight-man football. The big one, if people are listening to this on Saturday afternoon, is happening as we talk to you, or it's already over. West Central and Milledgeville. Correct. Two, I believe they're in the top five. Both in the West top Central's five. West undefeated. Yes. And, and Milledgeville's Milledgeville, But they're still up in yeah, the, top the top five. They're, they're a great team. And they, they've lost to two really good teams this year. That's going to be a great football game. But like I said, it's probably already happening as you hear this. What do we have tonight? Ridgewood went on the road to Wisconsin. Yes. Well, let me finish with a couple of things. Okay, okay. The, the, it's your show. You know, I'm just here. <laughs> You're just longest, it. One of the longest standing rivalries was played tonight. LP defeated Ottawa 31-7. to Okay. That's a huge rivalry. And this is not, from the West? And this is all, that's also not eight-man football the last no, time I checked. I just thought I'd throw that in. Well, why don't we go in order? We can get to those in a minute. Well, you didn't let me. I didn't know if you were uh, going to or not. I don't have a script. Uh, going, back to, going back to eight-player, uh, Polo defeated Ridge, River Ridge 60-14. to 
Hiawatha defeated South Beloit 60-20, and Ridgewood defeated Williams Bay 70-38. In fact, Ridgewood tonight on their Twitter was uh, saying, we have playoff state playoff shirts that we're going to I saw sell. that. I saw that. Very nice. So you can Dazzo. get some Ridgewood swag, Dazzo. You would love to play for Coach Elder and this Ridgewood team because literally every Friday they tweet out like where they go for their like team dinner on the way to a road yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd be totally in on yeah. that. Wait, do people yeah. like show up? No, like they like they take the bus to the game and so like the team stops they don't tweet and eats dinner. Out, like, hey, we're going to Chick Fil A. Join us. They just like take a picture while they're there. No, but maybe yeah. we should start doing that when we go to Pizza Ranch. Like this is the score. This is where we yeah. picked for lunch. He hates the idea. He's like, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was, <laughs> <laughs> he can't even say. Can't even say it convincingly. Of well, course, see, of Daz, course, I can't Daz find it knows now, that but, if he goes you know. to goes to a restaurant, he's gonna get mobbed by all the all the people who want his autograph. So yeah, we actually had that happen today. It was really funny. Yeah, oh. in Princeton, we had a fan. No, we were at Pizza Ranch in Bendorf, and, yeah. and someone wanted their uh, wanted his autograph. Did they think it was Corey Coupler? No, they, they actually, for once, knew he was Matt Randazzo. Yeah. Yeah, so tonight they stopped at a place called Alfano's. Looked great. Alfano's, where is that? Probably, I don't, I'm not sure. It didn't indicate where Alfano's it was at. Alfano's in Rock Island. It didn't indicate the address. Nope. Alfano's in Rock Island. It's really good. Actually. Uh, and then they stopped uh, the week before, a couple weeks ago, they stopped at the home of the original Chicken George, the Candlelight Inn. Oh, that's fantastic. See, you would love to play for them. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck Get is the, the Candlelight Inn? Or do I want to know? It's in, like, Sauk Valley area, right? Yes. Yeah. It means nothing to me. It's chicken, Sterling chicken Rock Falls. Thank you. Chicken yeah, like chicken. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like your kind of place. Love it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, what else, Doc? That's all for the A-player. A lot of the games are tomorrow. Like, Na- the, uh, Central Milledgeville. Name every other score on this list uh, we haven't gotten to. Alden Hebron is at Orangeville. Alden and, Hebron. Yeah, and they're at Orangeville, and yeah. Amboy's at uh, BPC. Just roll okay. with it. All right, what uh, else? What else? You got, you got like Rushville Industry in South Fulton. You got Rock Falls in North Boone. You yeah, got Winnebago, North, Stillman Valley. Let's go. North Boone beat uh, Rock Falls 54-13. Uh, I mean, there's a reason you write all these things down. I do, because they're in the con- that conference, but... I, you know, a lot of times we don't get to those, and I don't. And Dazzle gets mad at you because yeah. they're not in the Quad Cities area. Well, I don't so. put them on. Rock Falls is. Huh? Oh, Rock Falls yeah, is. Rock yeah, Falls okay. Is, yeah. But... How come we don't get Winnebago Stillman Valley scores? Stillman Dazzle? Valley. Stillman Valley beat Winnebago 2014. If we started covering, maybe they would become and, part of you. And area. Dixon beats uh, Genoa Kingston 21 19. Dixon's good. I think Dixon qualified for the playoffs tonight. You don't have a Byron Oregon score. No, I do not. How did Oliver Kent do? They play tomorrow. Yeah, they play tomorrow. I don't, yep. I don't have them on my list. Oh, don't have them on your list. Okay, I, I've got something I want to ask. Yeah. The the, the class. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to Iowa, Illinois tomorrow. Yeah. Champagne. Mm-hmm. I want to know who does everyone think is going to win? Because since we've got Iowa people and Illinois people, I don't call me an Iowa person. Well, I know I said it both. And I'm not. And I'm. Yeah, and, well, I'm, and I'm not an Illinois fan okay, either. Okay, regardless so. if you're a fan, <laughs> some of us live in Iowa. <laughs> I'm not a fan either. And so, oh, please. No, and I'm so, not. <laughs> you guys live in It pains me, but I, I do think Illinois will get the win. I agree. What about you, Stock? Do you just Iowa or Illinois more? Oh, that's tough. That's Wait, really who do you cheer for? Go Cats, Northwestern. Uh, 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 when he said Cats, I legit thought it was Kentucky. And I was like, wait, yes. I forgot. <laughs> Not. Um, yeah, that's really uh, that's really tough. Probably, probably, I don't know. Like, Illinois bugs me more when they're good. And what? 
Like, well, like football or basketball. In football, mainly. And they're never, and they don't they're like it. Never good. That's yeah. still, that's what I like. But yeah. Yeah. okay, stock. Who do you think's gonna win? I'm going to say Illinois, thirteen to nine. That score actually makes sense. <laughs> that actually does, because that's does. like maybe one touchdown and a missed extra point. No, it's a touchdown, two field goals, and then two field goals for Iowa. Yeah. Because Iowa <laughs> can't Randazzo, score. I have done way too many podcasts on this stupid I, game. I might not even watch it. I, I might watch Extreme Rules on WWE. <laughs> uh, Nick Bull, speaking of uh, Nick Bull, earlier we mentioned him. He invited me to go watch it at his house tomorrow oh. night. But the problem is, I usually get like, a night out tonight. Yeah. This is kind of like yeah, my yeah, night out. Hey, so I have four kids. Tonight, yeah. Can't. Yeah. So um, tomorrow I'm probably at home. I, I'm on record and it's, it, that I, for some reason I think Iowa wins the football game. In fact, I'll probably put my wife's hard money against it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a homer pick. I just think that usually what I don't, I'm not quite sold on Illinois. I think Brett Bielema is doing a great job. I'm just not quite sold on that yet that they've beaten enough good teams. I think Indiana's bad. They lost Indiana. And then I just, Kirk Ferentz usually when people are against him or the chips are down, he usually comes up with a way to win a football game. So Yeah, that yeah. would make sense. And they're very similar teams. I think Iowa's special teams might be a little bit better. So I'm not I'm not will be shocked if Illinois wins. But yeah, I think plus Iowa Ferentz hasn't lost three straight games since like twenty eighteen. And they're not gonna beat Ohio State in the next game. Wait. So that would be three straight well, games. I don't think you're going to have what you had a couple of years ago when Iowa trucked Illinois 63 nothing. That's and were like, real quick. And there were like two people. There were like two people left in the student section of the at Memorial Stadium. You no, know, that was like so. Iowa had lost three straight games going into that game. That was the last time Iowa had lost three straight games, <laughs> and then they won 63 nothing. So that's just yeah. Does anyone want to know what I think? No. <laughs> you said you, you think you, Illinois is going to win. I do think Illinois is going to win. Well, someone said to me, Illinois has no offense. I'm like, you can't sit here and say that to me when Chase Brown is leading the country in rushing yards. But I think yeah. I think it's going to be really close. Yeah, like, I just, I pray to God it doesn't go to overtime. <laughs> Probably never been to uh, Shambana before. I have. Oh, um, okay. When Illinois won the Big Ten Championship over Iowa and they rushed the court. Oh, okay. So for basketball, for basketball, yeah. okay. but for football, See, we have your sense of we're one, we're one of the quad, we're the Quad City station that actually covers Illinois. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your it. sense of adventure? Don't you want like a double or triple overtime uh, epic? Yeah, I'm good with that. If it's like an eleven o'clock kick, a six forty, I'm already. Listen, none that's of you guys. Well, yeah, wait, that's gonna be late night. That's a late night. You you complain about getting up real early. Yeah, that's but true. you know a six forty kick you beat stay up late like you usually. Well, do. none so, of I mean, you guys had to deal with the horribleness that I had to deal with with the four <laughs> with the four hour lightning delay a couple weeks ago. Was that a four fifteen back in the Quad Cities? I think I got home. I think four fifteen, four thirty. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, I like, saw your tweet the, the at like. That, I think, it, I think you're right. I think the it was game crazy. that ended at one forty. And I was so, oh, and I was so mad. I tapped. Out. I was so. I mad. tapped out at one ten. That's so nice. I was <laughs> there, and I had to suffer through it. And I texted Corey multiple times. So I'm like, "Can I leave?" And he's like, "No." So you were <laughs> whining. So you were yeah. whining on. Uh, of course. You were whining. Do you know me? <laughs> I wanted to go. Uh, so last point, I won't compare atmospheres. But I will say, and I think, Dazzle, you'll agree, it's easier to cover a game in Illinois because there's way more sideline to run mm-hmm. down. Yes, Absolutely. yes. Like, Kinnick is fun. I uh, Kinnick, yeah, Kinnick horrible. is an experience, but covering it as a photographer on the sideline is rough. Yeah, that will feel good. So you'll have much more room to move isn't around. Isn't it Illinois? Don't you go up into the stands? Do you have? I don't, I don't I know if you have to. Maybe you do. 
I'll to cover the game? To like when you have to go from one end to the other, like around the bench, oh. you can't go behind it. You have to go up and I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so all right, that's it. We're done. All all done. I can't believe it. <laughs> Stocking, give me your final thought. I think that just kidding. We're gonna. Do I think that, that, <laughs> good night, everybody. He's gonna get it in anyway. I think that next week's game between Sterling and Moline could be one of the best of and of the year. All right, we got to mark he, it down for tonight, the West. He's got, game we, of the year. He has his stackpile score stats of the night. Yep. And I said, hey man, you got twenty seconds. So I'm like, no, no, seriously, you got twenty seconds. That's it. I got you. Jerry Burns said he went inside for five minutes, came back out, and you're still talking. <laughs> Jerry also came on set. And wanted bacon, apparently, or something. Yep. Who doesn't? All right, that's it. We'll see you.